Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. interesting 48 blocks in America. That's right, Atlantic City, where we're now very, very proud to be airing on WOND Talk 1400, as well as all the other great stations that are carrying our show. And this week, we have a special treat. We get to take a look at what's happening in Atlantic City with someone who's not only an award-winning actor, someone who has a movie which is just tearing up the box office right now, but someone who seems to be visiting Atlantic City so much these days that he probably qualifies for a lifetime of free buffets. I'm very pleased to welcome back award-winning actor and the founder of Faith American Beer, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey, it's great to talk with you again. Good morning. Frank, always a pleasure. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate you always making time for us. Uh, you know what a fan I am of your work. It was a real treat to meet you when uh, when you were in New York, and it's always such a, a treat to talk with you. Uh, before we talk about the beer and what you're doing in Atlantic City this weekend, uh, congratulations on the success of the Jesus Revolution. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm hoping to. For folks who aren't familiar with it, uh, tell us about this film. What's it about? Well, it's it's based on fact. It's based on the the late sixties, early seventies, when a Jesus movement basically sort of was inspired and uh, generated out of uh, a little a little church in Southern California, and sort of took over the country. It was an extraordinary thing, and uh, eventually there was a cover on Time magazine called "The Jesus Revolution," the, the title of the magazine, and uh, you know, just a few years before, they said, uh, you know, "Is God dead?" on the cover of Time magazine. So. Uh, it's been it's a very interesting turnaround and it's a very very it's just a lovely reminder that faith has a very powerful message to give and can offer people a lot of solace and comfort and uh and a place to be a place to be free and it was uh it's a it's a a real pleasure to have been in the movie 
It's also very interesting to me that it has quadrupled box office expectations. It's doing very well financially. It's also gotten some pretty good reviews critically. And you haven't been hesitant to talk about your faith and how much that's meant to you. Is that a pretty unusual thing in Hollywood these days for a star of your caliber to be so open talking about their faith? Well, honestly, you know, I don't think so, really. I mean, it's yeah, it's not the one that gets the attention because <laughs> it's a it's a message that's sort of um, contrary to what you know popular belief is. But uh, in the in the quiet recesses of Hollywood, and all with all the people I know, uh, there is a, a terrific. Like, I'm not going to say a faith based community, but there's a comfort with the idea that they you know grow up in a Christian church or or going to Sunday school or whatever it is. And there's a kind of a quiet understanding that we have a relationship with God or Jesus or whatever you want to call it. And um, we're entitled to that. We don't go around, you know, talking about it too much. But in this instance, I suddenly thought, well, you know what? I, I've been denying this for a long time, not denying it actually, but, but uh, being quiet about it uh, and holding it sort of close to my own heart. And that, that was enough for me. But then here was an opportunity to say, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to claim this. I'm not going to pretend I don't, believe in God. I'm not going to pretend I I don't uh, believe in Jesus Christ. And so um, that's my story. (laughs) It's very interesting that over the last 20 years, we've seen an uptick in things like depression. We've seen an uptick in things like uh, alcoholism, substance abuse, suicide, and we've seen a decrease in church attendance, all sorts of churches, not just uh, Christianity, but organized religion in general. A lot of people believe those two things are linked, the decline in participation in organized religion and the uptick in other societal ills. Do you, you have a take on that? Well, I'll tell you what, if, if people who do um, register that sort of stuff and, and um, chronicle it, uh, I think they'll find that that's probably a true statement. I would suspect it is because, you know, group worship goes back, you know, to before the Greeks. And, uh, of course, they made theater part of their religion, which was actually a good thing. But there was there was this idea that you always had um, a series of like experiences that when when shared gave you hope, were uplifting, were um, inclusive in terms of a community, stuff like that. And uh, I think that's invaluable for the human experience. We actually want to be with friends. We want to have our community. We want to know that we belong somewhere. And when you understand that your church can actually be that place, that's a pretty extraordinary thing. There's not a lot of churches that actually are really good at, you know, pitching that message. It, it, it has taken us some time to get back to the idea that we can have faith, be decent people, and not have to suffer from some sort of weird criticism from an outside source that just wants to shut that all down, because it's about control in the end. One one group gets something, and then you know the ascendancy happens to be, um, you know, faith is out and uh, mayhem is in. <laughs> Yeah, now I, I think uh, you, you speak volumes about the social value of connecting with people instead of staying home and uh, connecting with people only through a screen. Makes a lot of sense. You named your beer Faith American. Something tells me that's not just a coincidence. Right. Well, it's, you know, my my daughter's name is Faith, of course. So it's 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 she's the moniker, sort of you know, inspiration for the moniker. But it's no accident that it's Faith American, which because I believe in America and I love America and. And uh, it's, it's, it's good beer, so I don't have to actually apologize for that. Uh, but the whole notion has always been that, you know, if we believe in ourselves and we lift ourselves up, we're going to be okay. And that the beer sort of reflects that idea. 
that you, you know, dig down, come up with something that's going to make a difference in your life and in other people's lives. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to like tell anybody anything, but something that's a nice experience. And that's it. If you don't like it, that's fine. But I love America too. So it's, it, 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 it just sort of dovetails nicely. <laughs> if you have an eighth child, you're going to have to name him or her American. And then both of you. Uh, well, both American, American. American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we, you're coming uh, back. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you're coming back to Atlantic City this weekend. I know you're going to be yes. guest bartending at Rush Lounge at the Golden Nugget. I know you often stop right. over at the uh, Irish Pub or uh, some of the places on the Steel Pier as well. As often yeah, as I yeah. go to Atlantic City, I, I still haven't seen you down there. But whenever you go, it's really like a, an event. People line up to take pictures and have you serve them a beer. You really seem to enjoy Atlantic City. And this is a city that a lot of people around the country so often seem to get down on, to mock, to knock. In your view, and this is my view, I, I think Atlantic City is a pretty special place. But in your view, mm-hmm. what makes Atlantic City so special? Well, you know what? I, It's got a personal connection for me. When I was four, five, six, seven, eight years old, I used to go there every Easter with my granddad. Um, he would um, be hosting the the company that he worked with uh, at their convention there, and I always came along. And I, it was a great experience, and I loved the city. I love that sense that the ocean is right on top of a, um, what is you know a thriving um, resort town. And uh, I just always thought it was the greatest place in the world. And so when I, I started the beer, I, I we only sell the beer now in New York and New Jersey, it's made in New York, but. Jersey was always a part of it because I grew up there and uh, Atlantic city is for me. I don't know. It's just, it beats at the same heart rate. I have, I just, I love Mm. being there. I love being a friend of the city. I love every place I go, hard rock hotel, um, Irish pub. We're in ocean. We're we're doing this thing at golden nugget. Now Um, bit by bit, we're going to try to just open up the whole city and make, you know, faith American sort of Atlantic city's beer of choice. And, uh, it's a it's a sort of celebration of my my youth and my my dreams and the city of dreams that I believe is Atlantic City. I mean, Atlantic City has you know obviously it's got a a, a rugged childhood and it's been through a lot of stuff and it's been a storied uh, of uh, ill behavior. But I, I love I love that town and so I always just smile from ear to ear when I when I get there and uh, I think that is what brings people in. You know, we've, we've had a thing at Chickie and Pete's at Tropicana. We've done a few things. We were, you know, um, a few of the other bars, and uh, I, I love it there. Uh, Ducktown Tavern, and we're in some of the other restaurants. And bit by bit, I, I just want to kind of extend my gratitude to Atlantic City. It was a place where I dreamed a lot of big dreams. And uh, to come back and, 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 you know, pour a beer there with some friendly faith people around just lights me up uh, we're talking with kelsey grammer award-winning actor founder of faith american beer if you want to learn more about faith american by the way you can go to the website faith american brewing company.com i am partial to the new england style indian pale ale uh although uh, i have not tried the calico man uh indian pale ale yet uh kelsey do you have a preference when it comes to the beers that uh, that faith american puts out well, the first the first brew was the uh, the ale, the straight uh, Belgian ale, which is a four point five uh, alcohol content ABV. They call it. Uh, that's my favorite. That was the, that was the very first one. 
the uh, the New England Hazy IPA. That's the one you were talking about. I also just call it Blue. It's uh, very popular. That one came out of the, the first batch like uh, gangbusters, and it's been selling ever since. Um, bit by bit, we're sort of getting profitable. You know, it's a it's a long haul with beer because it's oh, a sure. big volume business. You know, because I mean, I got to open up a few more states for us to really, uh, you know, crack the code. But uh, I'm sticking with it. And the, my favorite is just, just the Bell's Nail. It's a straight drinking beer. It's, it's a, it's, it walks and talks a bit more like a lager, but it's uh, it's refreshing. And it, uh, you can have three or four or five of those if you want to on an afternoon and, and sit back and relax. Uh, both the IPAs are a little more um, flavorful. You know, they have a, bit, a more complex flavor profile. And I'm uh, very happy with all of them. I've, I've, I've added a fourth now called Calico Moonlight, which is a double IPA. And that'll be out. Oh, well, actually, I think it's premiering in Atlantic City this this oh great uh, oh, this great. weekend. Yeah, there'll uh, be a can available for everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, terrific! Uh, so people can go to Rush Lounge at Golden Nugget. Not only uh, meet Kelsey Grammer, have uh, you serve them a beer, but uh, they'll try the debut of this new uh, double IPA uh, from uh, from Faith American. And by the way, if people are interested in buying some of the beer and they can't make it to Atlantic City this weekend, I know Gristidi's here in New York has it, but uh, uh, aside from Gristidi's, Kelsey, what is the best way for people to find a place that's carrying this beer if they want to try it? They can go to the website. We list all our distributors there. The distributors should have a list of where it is. But the best thing to do is to walk into a store and say, I'm in Faith America. And mm-hmm. uh, be able to do it. <laughs> and and if someone... Say, you can buy it at liquor stores along the boardwalk that are owned by a gal named Janet, who's been a big supporter of the beer. And uh, she's uh, she's got a store in um, in resorts. Uh, we're in resorts as well. She's got a store in the so you can do it uh, sort of retail there. If people want to buy the beer, that want to carry the beer in their bar or their restaurant, uh, what's the best thing for them to do? Is it to go to the the website? Contact the website, find out who the distributor is, or All we'll right. we'll connect them to it. If they can get in touch with us directly, we'll make sure they get some beer somehow, uh, some way. I'm going to get it to them. <laughs> check out faithamericanbrewingcompany.com I know you're traveling uh, I won't keep you but I do have to ask you I see the effort that you put into this uh, traveling for promotion the effort that you put into um, persuading people to carry the beer to try the beer I know you're working hard at this as you do everything I, I don't know you know there was a time where you were the highest paid man on television and I'm imagining you're pretty comfortable financially you don't necessarily need to be in the beer business most of my friends that have been in the beer business uh, don't exactly view it as a, a profit-making venture. Why do this at this point in your life when you could do anything you want creatively, artistically, uh, perhaps financially? Why spend so much effort on uh, putting this beer out? It's been a funny thing. Uh, a lot of this goes back to my grandfather who once spoke to me and said, you know, when we lived in Texas, this beer called Miller High Life came out. <laughs> and he said, and I thought about getting the, the champagne beers, for it. right? Yeah. yeah, the champagne of bottled beer. And uh, he didn't do it. And he always kicked himself for not doing it. And I thought, you know what? So deep down somewhere in my head has always been this idea that we should have a successful beer company. <laughs> There's also this piece of land I have in upstate New York that has inspired a lot of the tastes and a lot of the flavors and then the experiences we've had there in the Catskills um, are reflected in the beers. It's about the land. It's about the work that we've had there and the, and the recreation that we've had there. 
And you can read that on all the cans. I, I usually write some little statement about why this particular beer of this particular set of flavors was put in place because it uh, is a reflection of our experience and uh, an extension of our love of where we come from and who we are, that we're just inviting everybody into a, into a part of that experience. So that's it. It's about it's about love. It's about a, a bigger hand reaching out to people and hoping that they, you know, enjoy it. That's wonderful. Well, if people want to see Kelsey Grammer, they could do so at uh, the Golden Nugget this weekend in Atlantic City. If they want to try the beer, you can go to faithamericanbrewingcompany.com. Uh, Kelsey, I don't think people would forgive me if uh, I didn't ask you for an update on the Frasier revival. I am uh, such a fan of uh, that character and that series. I'm very excited for uh, it to return. It's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. Can you give folks an update on the, the timetable for how production is going or when people may be able to see the new series? I I'm glad to, yeah. We're, we just shot one last night. We shot oh. our fourth show. We're shooting 10 in this first order. Um, and Paramount, I think, is planning to sort of trot them out in October now. I, I had thought it was going to be a little earlier, but it looks like it's an October run. They're talking about maybe buttoning up the season with a Christmas show. So uh, maybe that's in the cards. I don't really know how they're planning to release it. And uh, honestly, my job is just to make a good show, which mm. I think we're doing. There's going to be some new characters that people are going to just fall in love with. I've fallen in love with them. The audiences that we've had in-house at this point up to now have been over the moon about the show. It's been so exciting. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we worked on it for five, six years trying to figure wow. out what we thought we wanted to do. Uh, we had one set of ideas. Those didn't pan out. And then it, those guided us in this direction. And it's been, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful experience. <laughs> so what the heck? And he's a great character. He's still, he's oh. still funny and Still doing his best to make his way in the world. <laughs> uh, it, no, one one of the greatest. And, uh, you know, my wife and I are rewatching Cheers now. We're at season 11. And really the highlight to me of season 11, the last season, is the interaction between uh, your character and B.B. Newworth's character, Lilith, who plays Frazier's oh, okay. wife and then ex-wife. Yeah. And then she came back, as many of the original uh, Cheers did for Frazier, I saw a headline somewhere recently that B.B. Newworth may be reprising yeah, uh, her coming. character. That's great. She's going to be back. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. I'm directing that one That's, uh, in a couple of shows. Yeah, B.B.'s in town, <laughs> which will be great. Uh, that, well, that's, she's, that she's is wonderful. exciting. Uh, she's uh, the the interaction between the two of you is like uh, is is comedy gold. It's absolutely outstanding. Lastly, um, you have been doing this great show. Uh, people can watch it on Fox Business. Kelsey Grammer's Battles for America. And it used to be that I used to complain that children didn't know enough about history. Uh, far too often these days, it seems like not a lot of adults know enough about history. And that's why I think this show is so important, because it teaches history in a compelling and an entertaining, in a fun way. How are you enjoying being a part of that show, uh, Kelsey Grammer? battles for america i love that and i love you know you struck on something that uh, resonates with me this idea that uh we've neglected our history so it's easy to you know dismiss it it's easy to, well you know what's happening now with everything it's a, it's to push people aside extraordinary people things that people who died for this country people who fought for this country people who actually had a vision about what this country could be and uh we're just dismissing all of that right now or even you know we're even in the world where we're canceling it uh that's crazy 
who you are. And uh, I think that's part of the trick, isn't it? <laughs> oh, uh, that's for sure. You know, if you don't know who you are, you can be controlled. You could be told who you are, and then and, uh, you, don't, you don't have any frame of reference. So you don't get to stand up. So we, we hand over our freedoms one by one every day, and then uh, we don't understand why we gave them up. But uh, if we have a sense of history, we know they're worth fighting for. Mm, that's for sure. Uh, talking with uh, Kelsey Grammer, six-time Emmy Award winner, three-time Golden Globe winner, uh, hasn't gotten that Oscar yet. But we'll watch him. Uh, we'll watch the Academy Awards this weekend to see if maybe, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe you're a write-in candidate. Let's see, uh, Kelsey. Well, it's always a, okay. it's always a treat to talk with you. Uh, good luck in Atlantic City this weekend. Have fun, and I'll look forward to seeing you the next time you're in New York. Thanks, Frank. Uh, good to you see you, man. Con- it's great to talk with you. Uh, see him. Golden Nugget, uh, March 10th, March 11th in Atlantic City at the Rush Lounge. And who knows? You may see him along the boardwalk as well. Uh, if you are interested, just uh, follow Faith American Brewing Company. Go to faithamericanbrewingcompany.com. You can find out where do they carry it. You can find out how to carry it if you're a restaurant or a bar. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you're welcome to give me a call. 1-800-848-9222. That's 800 9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 